Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today we've got a great malicious compliance story against an awful car dealership. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, most expensive tip ever. Nearly 15 years ago, I went to work for a company. The intent was for me to complete a project in quality and then move over into program management, but someone quit and I was asked to fill in as a customer quality engineer. This meant that every month I traveled to customer sites, did the first pass analysis of our defective products, and got yelled at a lot. It sucked. Also worth mentioning, our branch of the company was too small to use corporate travel, so for every trip, I was scouring discount travel sites to find the cheapest flight, hotel, and car. I was ridiculously vigorous in seeking best prices. If the crappiest crap box car was $32 a day and the not so crappy car was $34 a day, I picked the $32 a day car to save the company $2 a day. One fine trip several months in was spectacularly awful. Not only did I have a truly terrible car, the hotel was all new depths of yuck. My shoes stuck to the carpet in my room and the security flipper thing on the door was plastic. Also, it was in the worst part of town and I was worried about my safety to the point that I ended up pulling the little couch over to block the door and sleeping on it. Adding to my misery, I was sick. I had some creeping crud that plugged my sinuses and made me long for death. Normally, I'd have canceled the trip, but the customer was in an uproar about our continued repeating defects and required someone to be there. I made this trek every month, and once during every trip, I would eat at the local Outback Steakhouse. It was a known quantity, the people who worked there were great, and it helped me to have that connection. On this particular trip, I made my way to the Outback for dinner, and I was clearly sick and miserable, and the workers took care of me. They sat me next to the fireplace, brought me tea, and had the kitchen make me chicken noodle soup, even though it wasn't on the menu. I nearly cried I was so grateful. My bill for dinner was less than $10, so I charged $20. Yes, more than a 100% tip, but their kindness kept me going. I got home, did my expense report, and turned it in. My director called me into his office and screamed at me about how the corporate policy was 10% tip and it should never have exceeded 15% and what was wrong with me for paying them so much. Remember, total bill, including excessive tip, was $20. It broke me. Well, it shattered my loyalty to the company's bottom line. So I made them give me the corporate travel policy where the tip policy was outlined and from that moment on, I followed the corporate travel policy exactly. No more crap box $32 a day cars, I'm in midsize or better. No more flying out at 4am in the center seat, the flights fit in my schedule and I sat where I wanted. No more scary hotels in the worst part of town, now I'm staying at the nicest executive hotel allowed by the policy. The cost of my trips were pretty regularly double or triple what they had been adding up to thousands of dollars a year, but I never disobeyed their allowable tip policy again. The true irony 
their corporate tip policy actually had the verbiage that said, exceptional service could be recognized with an additional gratuity, but basically don't make a habit of it. Also, the allowable per diem was $50 a day, and a receipt was only required if over that amount. So the tip that started the whole thing was within per diem, allowable for exceptional service, and the receipt for it had not been necessary. Kill the morale of your workers in search of saving pennies. Good work, director. Now the company will surely thrive. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is No More Amazon Prime for Narcissistic Mother. My mother is the reason I frequent r slash raised by narcissists. This is a story about how her tendency to blame everyone else for her mistakes came back to bite her. We once had a family Amazon account and we were paying for Amazon Prime, which is 95 British pounds per year. One day, my parents took a look at one of their bank statements and my mother threw a fit over the amount of money spent yearly on an Amazon Prime subscription. My father wasn't overly bothered because he makes decent money and it was only £8 a month. But when my mother goes on the war path, he tends to just let her go off rather than try to fight the explosion. My mother decided to cancel the Amazon Prime subscription. But I used Prime Video regularly, so I told her not to worry about it and just put the whole thing in my name. I'd pay the £95 a year and the whole family could keep benefiting from Prime. She liked that idea, so I changed the payment method to my card and carried on with life. I also set my card to the default payment method so I could use the buy now button to save myself some more time. Anyway, fast forward a few months and I buy a book on Amazon for $7.99. I use the buy now button and carry on with my day until my mother comes home that evening ranting and raving about how I'm a thief and how I've stolen from her and how I'm a disgrace and how she didn't raise me to be such a disappointment. I ask her what the freak she's talking about and she shows me the charge. Amazon Marketplace, $7.99. I log on and check the Amazon account and sure enough, the book I bought was charged to her card. I thought that didn't make sense because I used the buy now button which uses the default payment method which I made sure was my card. Because I know my mother very well, I started to get a hunch. I checked some details and sure enough, her card was set to the default payment method and the previous purchase before my $7.99 book was new pillowcases purchased by my mother. She'd obviously ticked the box that said, make this card the default for future purchases which had caused it to replace mine as the default payment method. She was still looming over my shoulder as I uncovered this, still grumbling about how she couldn't believe I stole from her. I didn't really enjoy being called a thief over her own freak-up, so I decided enough was enough. I told her she was 100% right. This was an egregious crime and she was truly the victim. Someone had set her card to the default payment method, and in my idiocy... I had used the buy now button, foolishly believing that my card would still be the default card for the Amazon account I was paying for. But not to worry, to prevent this terrible situation from ever happening again, I'd be removing her card from my account. It was safer, I explained, for us to all have our own accounts. That way no one would be able to purchase anything with anyone else's cards, intentionally or otherwise. When she realized this would prevent her from using all the perks of Amazon Prime without paying for them, she was suddenly very apologetic and understanding, but I insisted that she was right. 
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. And that financial security was of the utmost importance. I took her card off the account and changed the password. In my family, victories against my mother are rare, and I cherish each one. This one is one of my favorites because every time she receives an Amazon package, I'm reminded of the look on her face when I took her off the account, and she couldn't think of anything to say to get me to put her back on. A package came for her today, and it made me smile. If she wants Amazon Prime, she can pay the £95 per year herself. Honestly, it serves her right for blowing up and having such a nuclear reaction. When you're sharing an account like that for Amazon, obviously it's possible to make mistakes. You don't just go around throwing thief labels at people. Our next story is, only want full pots and live plants on my balcony? Sure thing. I live in a unit complex in Australia. There's 8 units of which I'm an owner-occupier. I have quite serious ADHD and part of that manifestation is that I'm extremely messy. Not an excuse, but an explanation. I don't get to hoarding levels and I don't live in filth, but my home looks like my brain. That doesn't affect anyone in my unit complex except for me and the guy who lives diagonally up and to the right of me. And honestly, if he was almost anyone else, it wouldn't affect him either. He's got a reputation amongst the other owners of being an absolute jerk and will complain about anything to everyone except for the person who's causing his problems. And if he can find a problem with you, he will. He found my messy balcony to be his problem. 
Rather than doing what any other normal person would do, which would be look away, write a nice note, and buy a box of chocolates, or gasp, speak to me, he decided to sit on his complaint for at least a year and bring it up at the AGM to get the body corporate to force me to clean it, citing it was bringing the price of the property down. Rest assured that he wasn't planning on selling, so that argument made no sense. I wasn't there because I was sick that day. Now, I'm a fair person, and I agreed it was messy. I got my boyfriend to clean it up, and 10 minutes later, it was looking pretty good. A sweep and stacking of pots, and it was fine. But no. A few days later, the BC president knocked on my door and told me it wasn't good enough, and I'm not allowed any empty pots and dead plants on the balcony. I said, no, I'm not cleaning it. It looks fine, and no other owners agree with him. I started looking for a local pottery artist. I asked her to make me something, but it fell through, unfortunately. The following year, at the next AGM, with my balcony pretty much untouched, with the exception of a few more dead plants and two bags of potting mix, this guy came to the AGM with photos of my balcony. He started saying it was a fire hazard because there was a box three inches from an air conditioning unit, a paper bag next to it, and fertilizer in the sun. I pointed out that the bag was potting mix. But he said, and I quote, Of course you'd say that. Yeah, of course I'd say that because it's the freaking truth. His logic was that it was Osmocote branded and they produce fertilizer and only fertilizer and nothing else. Friends, I suggest you Google Osmocote potting mix and you will see a bright orange bag that looked suspiciously like the bag in that photo. Absolutely nobody believed him because we've all been to Bunnings before. After us yelling at each other for a good 10 minutes, he demanded that the body corporate bring in a chemical engineer to come to my place to assess it for fire hazards. Unanimous no. So again, I didn't clean my balcony, and I contacted the pottery artist I befriended last year. A few weeks ago, I finally got my mushroom-shaped pot, and I just had enough time today to put plants in it. Of course, while I was doing that, I did a cleanup, threw a few things out and set up my storage box. Unfortunately, the box is taking up a lot of room and has made my balcony appear a lot messier than before. So now this guy has to look at a worse looking balcony with a certain object shaped pot angled right at his unit. But no empty pots and dead plants. So he should be fine, right? ETA, while I was cleaning my balcony, another one of my neighbors was talking to me and told me even yesterday he was going to contact the council to get me to clean it. So not only have I been living in his head rent-free for two years, he's going to hear back from the council that they cannot do anything because it's not on council property. I just don't understand why this guy is so obsessed with the condition of OP's balcony anyways. Like, unless they literally got, like, dog waste or, like, packages or pieces of paper that constantly blow off their balcony or, like, old rotting furniture. Like, what's wrong here? Our next story is the car dealership, but with a T instead of a P. So way back in 2011, I graduated from college and got my first job. It was all great and all to begin with, and then I got a new manager. He pushed me into corporate sales against my wishes, but I guess I didn't have much of a choice, what with it being my first job, and got with the program. Now, usually in corporate sales, you have to play the long game, make contacts in companies, talk with procurement heads, maintain and nurture relationships, 
basically extend yourself out and hope the procurement guys remember you when the company decides to buy cars for the seasuit fat cats. Now, my manager had an idiotic approach to corporate sales. He wanted us to go and meet seven to eight new company reps a day. Now, these people are those who don't give appointments easily and, realistically, doing seven to eight meetings a week made more practical sense. But no, sir. Our man wanted us to just pop up at corporate offices like door-to-door salesmen and request to meet corporate reps just like that. I told my boss this just didn't make sense when the cars you're trying to sell cost upwards of $50,000 and go up to $150,000. Audis. But the dude would just not relent. He would insist on us showing him visiting cards of the reps we met at the end of each week and told us, I don't want you sitting around in office, be out in the field doing meetings. I just started popping up at corporate offices, asking the receptionists for the visiting card of the person concerned, dropped off the brochure for a rep, and boom, left. My eight-hour day turned into a four-hour day, submitted those cards at the end of each week. This went on for months before upper management found out, and my then-manager left. What I don't really understand here is what was the manager's expectation in the end anyways? Cause like, does this actually sell any cars in the long run? Or do they just have like a fancy collection of name cards? Like OP said it themselves, these cars cost fifty dollars to $150,000. You're not just gonna pop up at somebody's place or pop up wherever and try to convince them willy nilly just like that to spend high five or six figures to buy a car. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.